0: and book in a time today. Now on with the show.
1: Hi, and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. Coach James here again, and thank you for tuning in for this latest episode. We have a special guest, and this is special guest is really for all the listeners, but in particular, our wonderful women listeners out there. Charlene Cohen is the general manager of Surety Property. They are the experts when it comes to um, inspections, termite pest inspections, building and property inspections, and really in a such a, a male dominated industry, Charlene is the one who's really coming through and coming through the other side and really being the beacon for so many women out in the industry on how you can really step up and lead and be inspirational, and truly make a difference in so many people's lives. Surety Property has been around since 2001 by herself, Charlene, and her husband, Bruce. We're really providing massive value for their clients. They've won numerous business awards in a number of different industries, and this is a real honor and privilege to have Charlene on the call with us today. And just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, for thank you for joining us today. Charlene, great to have you.
2: Hey James, thanks so much. It's lovely to be able to hopefully share um, some nice stories with your listeners today and your viewers. And uh, yes, yeah, so I appreciate the opportunity to have a
1: chat to yourself and to everybody else. So I'm so excited because you know we could be <laughs> we could be literally talking for hours on so many different topics. We've had yeah. chats before, and it's just so nice to actually get you online and get you uh, on the episode today. So let's start off with a, a little bit of a history on how you got to to where you are today. What has been that that journey for you?
2: Okay. So I suppose I've come from a pretty tough family. I've come from a farming environment. So I'm a country girl. (laughs) And I think that brings, you know, different elements as well. We have different experiences to maybe where you might have been brought up in the city. Um, I've got a very strong um, sporting background and I think, having a sporting background is useful. Mm. You've had challenges and you've had, um, you're looking for success, I suppose. So sporting background, um, I joined the public service um, when I was a whole of 18. Not a very good (laughs) public service, let me say. I didn't really fit the mold. Uh, Back in that day, it was expected that, you know, I didn't go to university, get a degree, I was just gonna get married and have kids. And so I wasn't encouraged to go to uni. I just joined the public service. I went and joined the typing pool. Anyway, so I didn't last there very long. Um, then I got into banking and I got into um, just being a teller. And then I moved up into lending. Then I became a branch manager and then I became a financial planner. So um, a lot of that experience then led me into where we probably are today. So in I joined my husband's business, which is a building consultancy business predominantly dealing with um, mums and dads and also commercial um, B2B as well. But our mums and dads are our kind of like core business because they're the people I really love to work with. And so I got involved in that business and I suppose through what I've been able to bring to the business from a woman's perspective and that personal connection perspective in a pretty hard driven kind of structured um world um i've been able to add some value to the business and we're now you know we've done some amazing things with business and ultimately for our customers and our team
1: which is so true so true i yeah. mean if you look at the, the journey that you've you've come along which has been an amazing journey obviously there's been some some setbacks some challenges and some hurdles that you've you've overcome but you've come through the other side but what are, those, what are some of those challenges that you've got through that you look back and go, wow, that was a massive challenge that we've got through. And what was the lesson that you took from the, that challenge or those challenges? Okay.
2: So um, the business evolved as every business does. And if you're not evolving, you're not growing. You're not learning. <laughs> and I suppose um, we took a, a path of, taking um, some referrals from a source that we decided we weren't we decided we weren't necessarily comfortable with while it was very lucrative um, and it was it was also not a great place for us and our team mm. we actually rebranded our whole business um in 2010 and that was a, a big change for all of us um, including our team we had to sell it to the team um, and to our customers, but we came out of it on the other side, feeling like, well, we can sleep at night. Well, we are feeling like we're actually giving what we really heartfelt wanted to give to people, rather Mm -hmm. feeling like we were pushed into a direction that we weren't necessarily comfortable with. So as a result of that significant change, we had like a a 40% decline in our income. Wow. Because eighty percent of our work is coming from this particular source, so we had to recover from that. Um, But we are, and now we're working with the clients that we love and that they love us, and we have this amazing connection with them. And now all our work comes from seventy percent of our work comes from existing clients' work. So
1: it's so amazing, right? When you go through those challenges, and at the time you just go. (laughs) Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how are we gonna get through this? And then you look back in retrospect, you go, wow, that, that was a turning point for us. And look yeah. at us now how how you've you know you've you've changed those sources, you've done a rebrand, you, you come through the other side and, and look what you've created. So yeah. testament to you and, and to the team of of yeah. persevering and coming through. Yeah. Absolutely. What about, what about some wins? I mean, you've had some huge wins over your journey. What, are, if you look back, what are some of those memorable wins that you go, wow, that was a, a real turning point for us?
2: So, um, it probably, that was probably the key win for us um, because we are now working with our target market and our target market is potentially is, is predominantly risk adverse clients. So part of that journey was making sure we understood who our client wanted to be so we could message and, and work with them in the way that they needed to be work with. So that's a really important message because I think um, coming out the other side, we're now working with those people we know we want to work with and that need our help and that risk adverse buyers. So some of the other wins that we've had, um, we've received government grants, we've had research research and development, um, well they're not a grant, but I can't think what the term is, but we had R and D. So we've currently got a grant at the moment, uh, building a first time buyers online course and an app as well. Um, So that's exciting. And yes, the business has personally won some uh, small business awards and I also won a a leadership award as well. So, You know, in all of that, probably the win for us is having a team um, of people that believe in us. Mm -hmm. It takes a long time to get to that. Now they actually are on the same page as us. So to have that is a, you know, I'm I'm able to now work in the business more than on the business because I have this amazing team that get us, they get Bruce and I, they get what we stand for. And then the feedback we get from the people and that is all reflective. It's, yeah, it's a really, it's a lovely feeling. And I'm happy to get out of bed in the morning where I wasn't so happy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Let's talk about teams, right? Because, you know, you've been in part of teams in, in past employments and now growing your own team. What do you... And you've seen obviously other businesses teams. What do you? What makes up a, a championship or a winning team? Do you feel? Where do you feel most other business owners get it wrong?
2: Okay, um, I'm a big person on communication.
1: Ooh, love it.
2: Uh, yeah, I think I think communication plays out in so many ways. Um, not only with your team, with your customers, and I just on the customer side, I think we tend to hide behind technology a little bit these days, and we don't pick up the phone and we don't want to connect with people. So that connection is through your team, through your staff, through your suppliers. Um, So back to the team, it's, it's about allowing them to be themselves, obviously within the requirements of the business and the processes. Being able to share, not being scared of being able to put suggestions forward and being part, they feel like they belong and that they contribute to the betterment of ultimately the business, which is there for the customers. Um, So strong on communication, very, I think if we all have really I think listening is really important. Um, And I do, and we do that, you know, with our customers as well, being able to listen and understand. And be empathetic. Um, training has been a big issue for us, um, and we've, and you know, in honesty, we've struggled to probably keep a lot of our inspectors because it's a pretty crappy job that we ask them to do sometimes. Going under floors, in <laughs> up, and and because we take, we don't employ people based on necessarily their um, their background from a building perspective. We we employ based on their communication skills, their um, their empathy, their their caring nature and so on. We can train them into that other stuff. But as a result, we take many months and so much money is invested in getting to getting the right people so they can represent the business and look after our customers.
1: So true. That's so important. Getting the those values and behaviors right mm-hmm. first. And as you said, you can train the skills down the track. I think that's that's a crucial key. What about yeah. leadership? I mean, <clears throat> being a a leader within the business a leader within the industry. What's, what are some of those traits, particularly as a, as a female leader? What's, what, what are you noticing for yourself personally? And what are you noticing out there within the industry as, as a female leader?
2: Yeah. So, um, I think, I think you have to be very personal. It comes back to communication. Mm. I think you need to be open-minded. Um, and passionate and enthusiastic. So it's really interesting because, you know, I'm not in this, I'm not in working in a sexy, you know, exciting industry, but it's an important industry. It's so, so important that people make this decision and getting their, you know, this is one of their processes of buying right, you know, they've got to tick all these boxes and they're getting their building and pest inspections is one of the key parts of that. And I think if you can bring the emotion and the understanding into that. So that's why I think a woman in my industry has so many opportunities. Mm. I think they can bring that to through their team and through their customers. So I think it's believing in what you do. You put that energy out and your passion out. People just surround you and I think they want to be part of that. So I think leadership, you know, in some ways, it's a bit of an overused word. And some people think you have to be a born a leader. I wasn't born a leader. I think
0: That's
2: so true. And I started in management, and I think you learn so much in a management role as well. And I think leaders these days have to come from both, yep. both worlds to become a good leader um, because I think they all add value. But, yeah, leadership style, I think it, it can grow and it can develop and you learn from everybody else that you come in contact with, and that's how
1: you become a better
2: leader. Love it. There's no right or wrong. It's just learn from your team, people you've worked with in your other jobs. And,
1: you know, yeah. and And that's so true. And that's sort of, you know, we, we are become, we, we learn so much from our, our, our network, from our colleagues, from our teams, from our mentors, and just on that. So, you know, you've had some great mentors and, and, and yeah. people that have influenced you over the past. Who are some of those people that have really uh, allowed you to shine, really helped you in your growth, in your business, and and how have they helped you? Okay.
2: You know, you read so many books and you kind of like go, yeah, that's great. There it's inspirational. And you take little pockets of stuff and information. But I think as I just said, the people that have been inspirational to me, to who I've become today, is is the people that I have worked with, loved, my friends, my family, they they all teach you the yeah. rights and the wrongs. So you can read it in a book, you can go and listen to a seminar and they all have value. But I think it's your life journey. You learn from your life journey. You take what you need to to become a better person. And some of the people that I've worked with that have come back to me later and said, you know, just beautiful things about their experience you've you've you allowed me to grow you gave me the confidence to grow and now i'm here i wouldn't have been here without you you know so that didn't come out of a book that's come out of someone else's mouth
1: yeah, um, lovely
2: you know so but in saying that um i think having a coach and a mentor is one of the most important things that anyone should do and i encourage everyone who's just working you know they might be working in a public service role they should have a buddy somebody they can talk to doesn't they don't have to be paying a lot of money for a mentor but we all need people to talk to often we all get hurt sometimes and we just need to be able
1: to share and um yeah so I think that's really important. So true so true. So because I think that's important because sometimes we can have it so stuck in our heads that it just keeps on going round and round and round and round. And, and when you can actually communicate that to someone and get it out, they can look at it through a different set of eyes and lenses to give you, maybe ask a couple of questions, you go, didn't realize that. And now you can see the solution a little bit differently. So it's so important, so important. So yeah. question, if you were to give one of the listeners three pieces of advice to help grow their business, what would the those three pieces of advice be?
2: Okay, good question. Uh, You only want three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, I'm going to really go right back to the basics of when... uh, These are the things I should have done, and it's never too late because I'm now done. One of the most important things that we've done is create a beautiful business. And this is a term... That some of your listeners might be familiar with and others may not be but think about when you're building this business don't think about you think about your customers and think about your team and how that feels for them to be involved with your business and build and design design it around them make it sustainable about them what's the purpose and us it's thinking about the customer first your team first you second mm. while that may take a longer to place for you to get to where you want to be from a money perspective the rewards are far greater and you will be far better off if you've had this beautiful business mindset and it's and it's so pleasing to be able to get to that the other part of it is please set up a database from day one Just, you know I can't believe I used to tell people to do it and I didn't do it myself. And please just get the simplest of databases, put every person that you come in contact with and start to talk to them on a regular basis. Well, okay. They're key to the longevity. And you don't want to be keeping buying people all the time. You want to build that from the beginning and then you can start to work with them. You have less customers that are making you more money. Yeah,
0: but- <laughs> um,
2: and then probably uh, the other key significant thing is get your finances set up perfectly. Spend some money and get this right, but understand your finances. Mm. Pay an accountant to get all the bookkeeping to get it set up. But if you're not then chasing your money, invoicing regularly, underpaying your BAS, meeting your obligations, you're not gonna be in business very long. You're not paying your SGC. You know all of these things, um, and for me, um, you know, I'll be honest. I got myself in some troubles, hence why I can share that with you right now, uh, because that's been a big learning curve for me. And then I started to work with um, James, which I think you will know, Craig Minter from Yeah,
1: legend. He's been a guest on on the podcast before. Yes. Yep. So
2: anyone's listening, have a tune into that. Totally, check it out. Craig is awesome, um, and he in, he basically helped me build a, a system and a process that's not complicated. And now I have confidence that I'm going to have my money there for wages. I'm going to be able to pay my GST. And for me, it's and for most of us, you know, having that confident com, confidence and that money in the
0: bank.
1: Yeah, so true. Better yeah. so, <laughs> so true. So they're probably
2: the three but I could
1: go on for it <laughs> love it love it so what's coming up for you what's on the horizon what's what are, are there any projects okay. that you're working on any new yeah. projects you working on awesome
2: um, so yeah so while our building consultancy business is, is here I think I briefly mentioned to you about that we've received a government grant um, a, it's a federal government grant actually and it's to stimulate we're in the regional areas um, so it's to assist regional um, stimulation and growth, and about employing people. But the core of what I'm doing is I am building a online course for first home buyers. Wow! And there's actually nothing out there as such to take people from the start, setting your goals, and then taking right to the point of unlocking the keys. Yeah. Um, so we're working with experts in each of the fields: your mortgages, your legal, and your financial planners and you you know your insurance companies and we're building out a program to help people basically walk through the process because it's a pretty daunting place buying first time um, and once again because our customers are predominantly risk-averse a lot of them are first-time buyers
1: yeah.
2: um, so that's one pretty big area that we're working Great. on um, also developing an app at the moment right the comparison app Wow so that's that's in the throws, and then um, probably the other key thing is just introducing more technology into the business to make us more efficient,
1: but without compromising
2: the outcomes. For that.
1: Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So where can the listeners find out more? Where can you send them? Where can they uh, follow you? So
2: we're obviously we're in a pretty small area, so we're not going to be able to service probably a lot of your listeners, but. I suppose what I want to share from a leadership perspective, if you've got any viewers or listeners that just want to chat to somebody about that process, if we can't actually physically help them, I just love to share my knowledge and information with people. I think, you know, I mean, sometimes you just want to speak to somebody and yeah. So, so you can get me at the business, Charlene at suretyproperty.com.au. I am on LinkedIn. Um, Surety Property has a Facebook page um yeah so that's where you can get me i do do a live stream every saturday about buying property or building property um that's under surety cohen's that's our surname um so that's pretty cool because that's me being able to share some hints and tips from an honest and genuine perspective so Beautiful.
1: Charlene, really appreciate your time, energy, I love it. We guys are seeing <laughs> hours, right? Hours on so many different topics. Oh we I love it, I really appreciate it. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I look forward to oh, seeing absolutely. I hope
2: I've been able to just add some nice value to your listeners and um, that I can, I think we all have short sorry, stories to share. Yeah. Um, and um yeah it's nice to be able to humanize that and bring that and share that with people so
1: much appreciated thank you very well, much <laughs>